Always a pleasure to say good morning to this guy. Now national sports editor, no less, at the Daily Hive. Rob Williams joins us with a look at some of the big sports stories of the day. Rob, good morning. Welcome back. Good morning, Sterling. How are you? I'm great, thanks. You've written a couple of stories uh, of note today, and let's start with headline number one. You wrote this story last night. BC Lions lose star quarterback Nathan Rourke to foot injury in that 28-10 to victory over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in Regina, Rob. What can you tell us this morning about how badly banged up Mr. Rourke is today? Yeah, this is, uh, you know, I guess scary news for, for BC Lions fans. Uh, the season is gone better than anyone I think could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 8-1. They're and one. They've just got the, you know, the, one, the one blemish uh, uh, midway through this season. Uh, Nathan Rourke has been a revelation. He's been uh, the MVP of the league. He leads the league in, in passing yards and touchdowns. And, you know, to top it off, he's, he's a Canadian quarterback. Exactly. We have not seen it. We have not seen a Canadian quarterback uh, I, I, like I can never remember it in in my lifetime. It's been a very very long time before there's been a Canadian quarterback that has actually been able to not only just stick or stick around in the league and be a full time QB, but also star in the league. It's um, it's such a rarity. And uh, so of course he goes down with an injury uh, in the fourth quarter yesterday. Right, appeared to injure his uh, what, either his foot or his ankle. Um, and had to leave the game immediately. And it's right now. It, we're, it, we don't know how bad the injury is. I guess we'll have to do some do some X rays and, and uh, some tests on it uh, in the coming days, and then we'll be able to find out. But um, yeah, that that that's obviously a, a huge blow to the Lions if if Rourke's out for anyone. No question about it. And by the way, uh, I'm dating myself, but I can remember Russ Jackson of the Ottawa Rough Riders back in the old days as uh, another Canadian star quarterback that really could, you could just stop and watch him work in the same way that people are going, wow, this this young guy in Vancouver, he's the real deal. Look at him play. Last weekend, Rob, a come from behind 40 to 41 to 40 victory in Calgary. One of the most entertaining football games I've seen in anybody's league in a long time. It was just fabulous. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I was out of town, so I saw the, I caught the highlight, highlights. But uh, um, yeah, it was outstanding to, to see that uh, you know on the road in Calgary, and of course they, uh, you know, they won this. Uh, they won last night in Regina. Um, you know, beating the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Those are you know two of the toughest places to play in the entire CFL. So it's it's great to see and and uh, you know seeing that they can win in different ways. They've won in blowouts. They've won in close games. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the Lions have definitely, um, you know, they, they've definitely caught the attention, I think, of the, of the local sports fan this season. And, and um, you know, obviously they've, they've had some, some lean years and, and under their new owner, Mar Doman, it's a, you know, great timing right now where they're really revitalizing the franchise uh, on and off the field. No question about it, Rob. We had Amar Doman on the show a few weeks ago. On, on the night of the opening uh, uh, One Republic concert, he was really pumped, uh, obviously, the season opener and all the rest of it. But this youthful energy coming down from ownership filters very quickly through the organization, and you can just sense the whole energy pickup uh, in, in, the, in the entire league. So it'll be fun to see this coming uh, Friday night, the Lions doing a home-and-home with the uh, – Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We won last night in Regina. They're here this Friday. Hopefully, Rourke is in good enough shape to play, and more and more fans show up at BC Place to enjoy this this young, 
phenomenal quarterback. Uh, also, a lot of uh, focus today, such as it is, Rob, on the World Juniors. It's uh, Championship Day. The, the bronze medal game with Czechia versus Sweden goes first, and Canada plays Finland for gold-silver later in the day. Not as much attention at the World Juniors as typically they receive over the Christmas holidays. Uh, is it just because it's August, or is the Hockey Canada thing sort of compounding the lack of interest, do you think? Yeah, you know what? It's a it's a combination of multiple factors. So, uh, tickets for the for the World Juniors went on sale prior to kind of the first reports from Rift Westhead uh, about the Hockey Can- Canada scandal. Uh, so, I think that that definitely hurt hurt their sales later on. Mm-hmm. But clearly, you know, sales were were struggling right off the hop. Um, ticket prices are pretty sky high um you know the 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 cheapest tickets available for yesterday's yesterday's game which was an afternoon game on a friday were in the 170 dollar range wow um and that and they and they've acknowledged you know that tournament organizers clearly knew that there would, there would be reduced demand they've, they've limited capacity to just lower bowl seats but uh, you know to do that but also keep the the ticket prices you know, around the same range that we would see that we would have seen back in December for a normal tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a c- compounding factor. Clearly, uh, you know, going indoors in August, uh, we don't like doing it in Vancouver. Clearly, they they don't appear to enjoy it doing that in, in Edmonton either. Uh, and then the the other factors are, you know, this tournament is missing. Um, many of the top players are, are kind of holding out and, and um to get ready for uh, for NHL training camp, sure. not all, but 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 a few of them, and of course Russia is uh, no longer part of the tournament. They've been banned by the International Ice Hockey Federation, and that's a key team um, that that typically draws in a lot of interest. So I think all of those factors are are combining and working against this tournament. And I think also even just for the fan at home, when you see you, you know you tune into a hockey game and there's and there's l- less than a thousand people there in a Canadian uh, rink. Exactly. I think that turns off fans even watching at home on television. Interesting. Uh, Rob, we had Ed McLaughlin, uh, the VP Arena Operations for the Canucks on with us in our last hour, talking about all of these jobs, part-time and head office jobs and all the rest of us uh, hiring for the season ahead. And with that in mind, I look to another story under your uh, 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 name, and it says the Canucks can't enter next season with this roster. Can they? Not a lot of changes. We talked at the beginning. You and I talked at the beginning of the summer about, well, let's see what Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin are going to do. It's time for fresh <laughs> blood and let's uh, get this Benning era behind us and get some 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 action going on. It's been pretty quiet, hasn't it? It's been awfully quiet. I, I, I'm I'm very surprised by the, the lack of action this summer. Um, of course, you never want a, a general manager to be making trades just for making trade sake or sure. just to put their stamp on the team or any of that, uh, that sort of nonsense. Um, you know, that's not a, that's not a way to, uh, to approach things. Um, but with that said, and, you know, we're not privy to the, to the offers um, out there with that said, you know, at a certain point you have to say, okay, guys, like you've been here, <laughs> you, you know, the new management team took over nine months ago and, yep. and this team still looks like, Jim Benning's team, um, and and I think they've made some intelligent moves. Uh, you know, getting rid of Travis Hamanick was a stroke of genius, and 
And, uh, you know, being able to, to, to win the Andre Kuzmenko sweepstakes, we'll see how good he is, but to win the sweepstakes, I think, is the real feather in their cap. But otherwise, um, you know, JT Miller's still here. Yeah. Uh, I, thought, I thought Tanner Pearson would be a player that they'd be able to move this, this summer. Uh, you know, never mind trying to clear, like, Albatross contracts off, off the books. Like, those, that clearly was going to be uh, costly this summer, and we've seen other teams have, have to pay a high price to get rid of, uh, get rid of salary. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been, um, I think, quite surprising. It, you know, there's still time. They, they've still got a few weeks before training camp begins. But, you know, the clock is ticking just a little bit louder right now. And they've got, this, you know, the, the biggest glaring uh, weakness, I think, of the team is that this defense is the same defense that they ended last season with. And it's the same defense, save for Travis Dermott, that Jim Benning had. So um, that is a, 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 a big area where the Canucks need to, need to improve. And, uh, you know, they, they've recognized that, I think, and I think they know they need to improve. But... But will they be able to do it before the season starts? Um, you know, it, it, we'll we'll have to wait and see. There's the sixty-four thousand dollar question, and of course, they still, as you say, they've still got a few weeks left before training camp officially starts. But uh, well, I, I'm frankly not expecting much, Rob. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks so much for getting up early on a Saturday to do it with us again. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.